0: In today's episode, we're speaking to Tara Newman. Tara Newman is a high-performance coach on a mission to help business owners generate significant revenue so they can pay themselves well, profit wisely, and create real, tangible wealth for themselves. She has been featured in Money Magazine, Yahoo Finance, HuffPost, as well as other publications and podcasts. She's earned her Master's in Organization Psychology from Sunny Stoney Brook, holds a certification in Profit First, and lives on Long Island with her family. Tara is going to be speaking to us today about how to use Profit First system to manifest more money. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. Welcome, welcome. This is Girl Khan, your money mindset expert. And guess what? We have once again, the amazing, the gorgeous, the fabulous Tara Norman. How are you, Tara? I'm good. How are you, girl? I'm doing fabulous. We're talking to you again. So how can I not be a happy and amazed? We had such an amazing conversation. It was so, so enlightening. And um, I like the mental stimulation. I think that you're coming from different perspectives, but on arriving in the same destination always gets me, you know, always gets me excited. So Tara, we've had the intro again. So tell everybody in your words what it is that you do. Sure. I am really here to start a bold money revolution
1: where we understand that money is not taboo mm-hmm. and that it is truly a tool for growth and change. And to, for me, that means supporting female business owners, experts in running a financially, sustainable and um,
0: scalable service-based business. Wonderful, wonderful. And today's topic is going to be around how to use profit-first system to manifest more money. So just to make sure that everyone's on the same page. Can you explain to us what is Profit First?
1: Absolutely. So Profit First is a book written by Mike Mm McAllowitz. And then Mike has gone on, um, his mission is to eradicate entrepreneurial poverty. Mm -hmm. And so he's gone on to train accountants, business coaches to be Profit First professionals, certified Profit First professionals, of which I am a certified Profit First consultant. And so what it does is we take this system of of profit first and bring it into people's businesses. And what it basically says is you take your profit first. So Mm -hmm. in typical business books, it's sales minus expenses equals profit. That's Mm -hmm. like the standard accounting way of looking at it. And it's profit is seen as a leftover and maybe you have some at the end or maybe you don't, or, Mm -hmm. you know, your accountant goes, congratulations, you have this amount of profit and the business owner goes, where is it? Like, I don't see it on in in intangible cash. I see it that you have it here on paper. And so Mike has kind of flipped the system and the way we think about it at profit first is sales minus profit equals expenses. It uses Parkinson's law. Mm -hmm. Right. To, to run your business. So what you have left over, that's what you use to run your business after you have taken your profit and paid yourself. Okay. So it's always making sure that the business owner is thriving because most business owners prioritize expenses.
0: Yes, of course we do. Yes, we do. Over,
1: and, 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 and sometimes um, at the end of the month, they're like, oh, like this is how much I have left to take. It's not enough, right? And then what happens is like, that does not feel abundant. Mm-hmm at all, right? So when we start with profit, we start from a place of abundance and we Mm. start from a place of thriving where the business owner's needs are being met first before the business's needs are being met. Right. Okay. And it forces a lot of creativity around how to run your business after you have profited and after you have financially benefited from the business. And it's amazing because we're, tr- it's amazing because it's such a shift in mindset for people mm, it is. to allow themselves to be cared for financially first. And so that's the way we look at it. And I, I know some people actually ask me, it's a great question there. They say, why do we need profit? Mm. And so profit first is the reason why based on profit first, you need profit is because that is the reward for running a business. Exactly, Running a business comes with so much responsibility. And I know we all want to think that it comes with, you know, you can make all this money and just not work that hard. and, and But the reality is, is there is effort that goes into running a business. There's responsibility, there's tasks, there's all these things that go into running a business. And so we want to make sure that the business owner is rewarded. So that profit account is you take half of it, and leave it in the business for I call it a self-funded account. I don't mm-hmm. like the term emergency account or rainy day fund. Mm-hmm. Um, most of us are self-funded. We're our mm-hmm. own venture capitalists or yeah. our own angel investors, and mm-hmm. so and if the last year has taught us nothing, it's you know it's taught us that <laughs> that there may not always be. Um, funds available for us when we need them. And so it's important to be able to have that available to ourselves. So half Mm -hmm. of it stays in the business. And then half of it you take and you go on vacation or you put the extension on your house or you invest it in real estate or whatever it is that you want to do with that money over and above paying yourself a salary. Right. Okay. So that's in addition to paying yourself a salary. In addition to paying yourself a salary. And most Mm -hmm. people know about Profit First because it's the it's the system with all the bank accounts (laughs) Mm -hmm. because traditional profit first, you have um, at least five bank accounts. You have, a bank account where all your income flows into. And then you have your CEO pay or your owner's pay account where you put aside money to pay yourself. You put aside um, money for profit, actually it's profit and then CEO pay. Mm-hmm. And then your taxes, because that's like nightmare fuel for any small business owner, especially if you're in the UK, you know, with that and taxes and, yeah. and all the things that you have to pay. And then expenses comes after that. And this is basically if you've ever had a grandparent, I know this is like my grandparents were the envelope system. Hmm. Um you know, this is like the envelope system in business. And the reason why Mike did it that way is because most business owners look at their phones and they open their bank accounts and they look at their their accounts and go and go <gasps> I don't have any money or Mm. I have, I I have money. Right. But this way you can see what, where your money is going, what purpose your money holds at the flick of opening an app Mm. and looking at your bank account. And you can see, Oh, I have all this money sitting in my profit account. I have all this money sitting in my owner's pay account. Mm -hmm. I have this money sitting in my tax account. And when you can see that for me personally, it allows me to manifest more. Yes,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. It's actually very similar to something I teach or cash flow mastery, but it's a different different bank accounts for different purposes. But I per, the 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 idea behind it is the same. When you see money in these accounts, it allows you to manifest more. So Correct. let's specifically go on to that now. So you know why does it allow you to manifest more? And you mentioned something off camera, so tell us this, Why does this allow you to manifest more?
1: Okay, I think there's three reasons, and and it's funny because I mentioned this on when we did the Friday feature mm. that mm. I am very practical, practically minded, mm. and I'm also I've got the woo piece to me, yeah, right. And so I always say sometimes a math problem can sign, solve a mindset problem. Mm. Um, And I love how these two systems really work together. And what happens is, first of all, having structure to anything for me personally and for most people I know calms my nervous system. Yes, of course. And I truly believe that the name of the more money game is nervous system regulation Mm. this is what affirmation does it calms the nervous system this is what movement or you know does it calms the nervous system this is what meditation does it calms the nervous system so whatever your tools are self-talk yoga like this is all about calming our nervous systems so we can relax and open our bodies to receiving more Mm. And so when I have a structure and when I have a system and I don't have to mentally be thinking about it, it calms me down. Of course. I'm not, I'm no longer worried using my mental space to like do math or like worry about money. I see it and I'm calm. And then I'm like, okay, everything's handled. I can receive more. Hmm. It's not all hoarding up in a checking account where like, I don't know where it's going and what purpose it has. Because a lot of women come to me and they say, I'm making money, but I don't know what to do with the money I'm making.
0: And so how am I supposed to make more Hmm. if I don't know how to manage what I have? This is a major obstacle. I think managing money, and most people are afraid of managing money. Don't feel responsible with money, as they say.
1: Yeah. Right? And here's the weirdest thing for me is that the more money I made, the more overwhelmed I became by it until I had a system hmm. that allowed me to clearly put my money in what I call, like, so they call them bank accounts. I call them containers. like the word container better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The,
1: they're like, it's like a vessel. And when I can visualize my money spreading out and going into all these vessels, because in, in Profit First, they say, when in doubt, open an account. Hmm. So like, if you want to save for a team member, if you want to save for something um, specific that you want to invest in for your own personal development, these are all different accounts. And so Hmm. I can see my accounts, my growth account growing, I can see my personal development account growing, I can see I keep my retirement money in a different account. I can see my retirement money that I'm going to put into the market growing mm-hmm. or into my retirement vehicle growing. And I get to see all of this happening and it's just attracting more and more and more. And so I think one, as having a structure, it calms your nervous system. And when your nervous system is calm, you can receive more. Yeah. I, mean, That's I think- I think too, it gives your money purpose Mm -hmm. when you have those different accounts. So a lot of people wind up being afraid of opening too many accounts. They think it's too much to manage, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, think about them as containers of desire Mm -hmm. and these things that you want. And now you can see them tangibly. They're no longer something you're trying to hold in your head. Or in your mind, if you're not great at visualizing, because not everybody is, but you can see them now in your bank account. And I label them with the purpose of what they are, hmm. development, wealth creation, team, whatever they need to be. And you can call them whatever you want them to be. And then the, th- the third thing I think about it uh, is it, it gives you a goal. And whether you talk about goal setting or you talk about manifesting, it's the same principles. Mm. And I think what gets people, I know it's like the dirty little secret among the women that I work with is they don't set goals, Mm. especially for their money. And so if you're not going to set the goal, if you're not going to declare what you desire, if you're not going to put out into the universe, what you want, how can you attract it? Of course, of course. Yes. And so th- those are the reasons why I think, you know, behind the fact that it's a practical system in that for, for money management and cash flow that actually works, that someone has, you know, that Mike designed like in his mind, he didn't design it from a spiritual or an energetic perspective. As someone who has an energy background, I can see the energetics of what he created. Yep. So can I have
0: nothing? And talking, I think it's brilliant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It makes complete sense. So- in terms of the amount so in the system, you decide, you decide, like, you know, I have system, in my three, cash, three steps to cash for most system, I have specific amounts that we're mm-hmm. supposed to, as soon as money comes, you put specific amounts on. Mm-hmm. Is that something similar as well? So, you know, 2%, 5%, 10%, whatever it is, you put into each of those bank accounts. Is that how you work yeah. as well?
1: Yeah. So the way Profit First works is um, that's the other thing that everybody knows the the, uh, bank accounts and the percentages. Mm -hmm. So in Profit First, there's a a page in the book and it gives percentages based on research they've done and revenue amounts Mm -hmm. within um, a business. And they give you in the book, this is where people get a little messed up too. In the book, they give you what they consider fiscally elite numbers. But that's not where everybody should start. You need to start where you are. And I think that that becomes like a frustration for people is that they jump to try and be this match the numbers in the book, Hmm. right? And the beauty of what I love about profit first, also from an energetic perspective is how incremental it's designed to be. And Mm. so when we create a profit first plan for somebody, it can be over a year to 18 months, depending on where they're starting because everyone starts somewhere and there's absolutely no judgment or shame around that. Yeah. It's not about where you start. It's about the steps you take to get to where you want to go. Hmm. And they they do it in a way that's so incremental because I think what ha- sometimes for us and it, when it comes to like manifesting, I think sometimes we try and manifest something that's too big initially. Hmm. Um, And I get that like anything's possible, but it could get really frustrating if you're trying to go from like manifesting something, maybe at step A, Mm -hmm. that maybe somebody who's been manifesting for like years and years uh, can easily manifest, right? That can be really frustrating. And so how can we start smaller and not allow that Big, big dream that we have to be a distraction and get in our way and stop us, yep. but create these—I um, call them energetic hurdles—along the way. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I had to be the person who earned a thousand dollars a month before I could be the person who earned two thousand dollars a month before I could then earn four thousand to eight thousand yeah. to sixteen thousand. Like, I had like my own energetic things that I needed to literally breathe through in my body yeah. to yeah. get to those places and that's why I talk about it being about regulating your nervous system
0: yeah I mean this is something that I completely agree with I, I think I was talking to someone someone literally just about an hour ago somebody I was telling them that the universe and this is what most people come to because they've got this idea in the head from the secret of the secret book is a bit misleading to be honest it's it's, mm-hmm. it's just the tip of the iceberg is not no, it doesn't give you the, the nuts and bolts of how to create your life. It just gives you the superficial idea of what's possible. And people come to, you know, to individuals like you, yourself and I, and they say, well, I want to be earning 500000 a month. I want to be earning a million a month. And is that possible? Hell yeah. Can they do it tomorrow? Hell yeah. The difficulty is exactly what you just described. They have their own financial thermostats, which they have to tune up. Um, uh, slowly, I call it financial thermostat, because you, you will get to a certain point and then you will yourself down. And if your thermostat is not going to be pushed up through internal work, through, a, you know, rewriting your money story, whatever the work, like, you know, or as I say, energy clearings and cord cuttings, then you're going to be stuck there. You, you, every time you hit that therm- financial thermostat, you come back down for whatever reason. You create self, self you know, self-sabotage, I call it self-sabotage, I don't call it, call it preservation, self-preservation. But For whatever reason, you will create a situation where you come back down. And so, can you make five hundred thousand or a million tomorrow? Yes. Will you do it? No, because until you've turned up that financial thermostat, until you've done the internal work, you will not be connected to the five hundred thousand or a million, and therefore you cannot believe it, and therefore it will not show up. It's all about how, how you know, how the the faith you have and the belief you have, and this I was as I was saying to this individual, it's not the amount that's in question, because universe or divine energy doesn't care whether it's 500,000 or 5 million. It doesn't care. It's just random numbers. It's your belief and your connection to that desire which either allows it to happen or not happen. And this is why when you when you make the 1,000, you believe, oh, I can make a 1,000. That, that means I can make 2,000. You Correct. make the 2,000. You make, oh, I can make 2,000. That means I can make 4,000. They make the 4,000. It's your belief that gets you to A to B to C to Z Rather than the universe, the universe doesn't care. You can, you can jump from A to Z all together, but you don't have the belief, and the in-between steps gives you the belief to build. Oh, what about this? What about that? What about this? And that's that's the reason why we need to have the stepping stones. And as you put it, overcome your hurdles, right?
1: Yeah, and you know, I have an unpopular opinion. You know, I I work with a lot of women who have flocked to the internet to find the ability use online tools to leverage their time, to mm. leverage their reach so that they can make more money and with the hope of working less. But what happens is, is they also start to consume all of these marketing messages around like seven figure and million dollar businesses, which is, is great inspiration, but it actually is the thing that keeps them stuck because they're focused too far ahead yep. in this cycle. And so, you know, in in my program the bold profit academy we really talk about that $250,000 mark mm. as you know a benchmark yes there's also $100,000 as a benchmark and then there's $250,000 as a benchmark because per profit first when you get to like that, that $250,000 mark you're able to start paying yourself a six figure salary and mm. that is what i want for women i want them to be able to pay themselves from their businesses a six figure salary also taking profit remember because that's on top of that Mm -hmm. And then go from there, then decide whether or not you want to go for that million dollars or whatever the number is that feels energetically correct for you Mm -hmm. in this moment, because that is how you're going to achieve that with ease. Yeah. And then when you look at, again, practical information, um, 2018, there was a state of the um, women's business report put out by Amex. These are US numbers. I know you're not in the US. Mm. I can't imagine they're tremendously different. Yeah, they might be very like, similar. Yeah. But 88% of female business owners are not making over $100,000 in revenue. Mm. So why are we marketing this million dollar message? I get that it's like aspirational, but I also think at some point it's, it's not helpful.
0: Agreed. I do agree. I think. I think this is the, the, but this is the missing link, isn't it? It's actually building that connection with the amount. Yes, you can have a seven-figure business. You just don't, you don't need to have it tomorrow. I, I, I was speaking to my cousin actually, and she's recently joined a company. And I think she, well, she was an accountant working for a corp, you know, large corporation. But then she's had a family, and she's working for um, a smaller firm. And this company, when I say smaller firm, it's still this company is it, it making ten million in revenue, so that's small. And it's female owned. It's a, 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 the, the reason why I was intrigued was another lawyer. And she also started this company with, um, you know, because of, of, she's out of the family. But the point I'm making is she started off small. This lady, you know, who's a, who's a lawyer, who's, who's now running a 10 million pound company. It's not dollars. In dollars amount meant about 15. Um, so it's a 10 million pound company in revenue. But she started off when it was just a couple of hundred thousand. Right? So it was smart and small, and it was it built up and built up. And it took her 10 years to get to this point, whereas now making 10 million revenue. But she got here, it took her 10 years, but she got here. But she started off with humble beginnings, um, you know, and with you know, with the startup capital of 200,000, which you borrowed most of anyway. But the point being, you can get to those levels the seven figure or even the eight figure is there, it's possible for you. You just need to have the patience to build it up to that level. And unfortunately. With the hype that we've been given, especially with the new millennials, uh, you see those new millennials, they you know, they they're 20-year-olds making seven figures and six figure, you know, six figures is just nothing now. It's a seven figure and eight figures. And you're like, huh? Especially if you're in ClickFunnels, <laughs> Facebook group, you're like, every every millennial seems to be making seven figures. You feel that with your experience and expertise, you should should be at the level right now. Is that right? And then where you're saying you need to start off with maybe a lower threshold and build yourself up to that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I've got a couple of arguments for, for this. Um, one being, you can be a millionaire without running a million dollar business. If you wanna be have a true abundance mindset and welcome money in from all places and all sources and use your profit from your business to in, make investments that work for you where you don't have to necessarily work as much for those investments, I can get you to be a millionaire not a problem mm. with a $250, $1,000 business, mm. right? It's what you do with the money, not how hard you work for it. Yeah. It's how you use money as a tool and, and how you guide the, the energy mm. of the money, right? So you don't need to have a million dollar business to be a millionaire. To back to the point around the millennials and click funnels and seven and eight figures, not all revenue is created equal, Agree. And, the, this is and the, revenue, the revenue that most people are generating in the online business space is very expensive revenue, mm. meaning they are going low ticket, high volume, and to backfill the volume they need for the low ticket offer costs them half of their revenue in Facebook ads. And at that point, you're just an over glamorized marketing assistant for Mark Zuckerberg, mm-hmm. and you're not truly free because what happens when Facebook ads don't work or Mm -hmm. don't work as well, or the algorithm changes. And, you know, to me, it's just not the best business strategy. Also, when you look at the sales data where 78% of your leads are not ready to buy from you right now, Mm -hmm. the launch model doesn't work, Mm -hmm. right? Because then you're tuning out. 78% 78% of the people who could be buying from you and you're burning them with, you know, your aggressive email tactics. Mm. So, you know, I think there's a there's there's a lot that can keep people not in an abund- in an abundant space yep. and not in a profitable space in the way things are being taught today. Mm. Um really which is why I take such a strong stand for female experts creating because here's the other thing, Gull. Mm. It plays right into how women feel about themselves, mm. especially experts. So mm. instead of a woman knowing their value and owning their value, which takes time and, mm. and, and work, as you and I both know, the online space says, no worries, just sell something for $57. Sell all of your smarts in an info product for $57. You don't ever have to worry about owning your value or communicating your value. You can go on playing small with your $57, but they don't tell you that you have to sell 4,000 million of these things. <laughs> Right. To actually make the money that you should be making as an expert. So really, that's why I work with, you know, female experts around owning their values, stepping into premium products or services or high ticket, whatever you want to call them. Mm -hmm. Right. And really communicating what they do in a way that women are so great at communicating. Mm -hmm. And
0: then what do you do when you get the money? That's, that's perfect. So first, so you basically do both things. So you first work out how to make the money. And then once you have the money, what to do with it correct? and how to spend it. So I, I this is one thing that I, I, I sort of talk about quite a lot, but not from a business perspective, but from a personal perspective, you know, how you spend money, how you feel about that, that money when it comes to you is really important because that will depend. That will actually totally d- d- dictate how much more money comes to you and, and, and the speed it comes to you as well. So this energy around money that you have, you need to spend it, has to be of the highest vibration because it will it will completely dictate how much more money is coming, how often, how frequently, and from what sources as well at times.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Awesome. Okay, so that was really really um, an amazing conversation. Can you just give us a quick Um, recap of everything we just talked about just right now? Sure. So Profit First is a system to help
1: you manage cash flow in your your business where you don't have to be a finance expert because if you've gone into business for yourself, you're usually an expert in something else that is not business related. And that is not, we don't have finance degrees. So it's an incredibly easy back of the napkin type of a system to implement in your business that helps you better communicate with Your partner, with your accountant, with yourself and feel confident about money. It will reduce the stress that you have on your nervous system and it allows you to receive more. It clearly helps you set um, goals and give your money purpose, which is all
0: important around um, creating more abundance. Fantastic. Fantastic. So Tell us, Tara. How can we connect to you? And so I think you had a, a freebie for us as well. I do. I do. So the um,
1: freebie that I have is a, a pre-programmed calculator mm-hmm. that if you go through and put in all the things you want to do in your life in this calculator, any kind of expenses you have, if you want a luxury lifestyle, like whatever is your jam. Into this calculator, it will tell you how much money you need to take in salary from your business. But not only that, but it tells you then how much revenue you need to earn to support that salary, how much would go to taxes. Okay. How much would go to profit and how much would go to running your business. So it basically does all of the profit first math for you in that one calculator. And it's been really helpful getting people to one, identify where they want their money going. How is this going to be supportive in their life? Mm. It's helped people because the dirty little secret is that women don't have revenue goals. Mm. They just see what's happening out there and they go, that looks good. I think I'm going to try that. But they don't have like clear goals for them. So it'll help them um, create a clear goal. And then it'll tell them like, this is how much money you now need to go and make, which actually stops them from overworking Mm. because they might have like, I need to make $500,000 in my Business and they might only need to make two. Hmm. So think about all the work you're putting into your business to try and get to a five hundred thousand dollar number when you need two hundred thousand dollars right now. Right. Fantastic. So the link for um, the link for this would be what? Yeah. The link for that is if they go to the bold
0: forward slash revenue. OK, fantastic. So the link that Tara just mentioned, and all all of the links to her website and all her social media links will be available to you guys. If you listen to this on the podcast, then they'll be in the show notes. And if you're watching this on the podcast, on the YouTube, rather, down below, down below in the description section will be the link to the freebie as well as the link to all her IG, um, Instagram and other uh, other social media Um uh, the channels as well do go check her out I definitely but I definitely do believe that you should go and check out this this revenue calculator that she's just suggested at least have an idea of what it is the kind of money you need to be making and the kind of money that you want to be taking home in terms of salary and whether you it, it may be the fact that you're making that kind of money and you're not taking that kind of salary I know I do not pay myself enough most of my money goes back in to the business and goes back into expenses and marketing and so forth. And I pay myself very little. And I think, oh, well, I need to justify it because oh, I'm growing. I don't need that much money. But actually I do. So I, I'm i I'm looking to reassess how I sort of deal with finances in my business. And so I definitely recommend I'll, I'll be checking out that, that calculator. I think it's definitely worth uh, looking at. But anyway, thank you so much for being such an amazing guest, Tara. You've been wonderful. Thanks for having me, Gal. I appreciate you. I think we're going to have to call you back, Tara. I think maybe we can arrange another call again in a couple of months' time for us to come back and have another conversation. This has been really, really entertaining and really enlightening for me as well. Thank you. Sounds great. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to me and Tara on our Money Talkies segment. I will be back with another guest on another segment of Money Talkies, asking them for their advice on how we can build better businesses. Until the next time we meet, this is Gurkhan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website,